All right, hit him with a welcome. Welcome to, what is this again? <laughs> One good question. <laughs> One good question. <laughs> Bloopers. Where we take your questions from Discord. If you want to get involved, tap in, goodcompanydiscord.com. There's a little tab called Good Question, and you can ask us absolutely anything. If you're chosen, you'll be featured. And my boy Chris here has one particularly for Ivy Lou. Oh, that's Ooh. me. I mean, he doesn't say your name, but it's got your uh, name written all over just it. Just kidding. Okay. I can feel your rants coming. Okay. Oof. Not a negative one, though. Um. I know you wanted the, the <laughs> tea batch. Rant Farm would be a great name for a podcast, too. Rant farm. Yeah. I just give that away for free. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Edit that out. How often are professional powerlifters, which isn't a thing, uh, 100% physical health? I feel like I'm always battling some sort of strain or injury and discomfort, so it's unrealistic to think that one should be competing at 100% all the time. Oh, are you kidding? We're all hurt. But they're lying, huh? They're (laughs) all lying. Oh, my God. Ask a, I won't name names, a powerlifting. Oh no! Please name names. No, a physical. Uh, not physical. No, physical therapist that who works, works with yeah. a bunch of um, powerlifters because um, they, the ones that are um, working with powerlifters, just know that they're also high level lifters because well, they need to invest in physical therapy. But um, it's funny when I heard from the physical therapists I've worked with that there are people who are competing. Uh, at these high-level meets like Worlds or IPF, whatever, um, who are injured, but they'll talk about it on social media as if they're not. Yeah, a um, little bit of a, a little bit of gamemanship, which yes. I don't mind. Strategy. That, it's uh, self-convincing, right? You can't walk around all day and be like, my ankle, my ankle, my ankle, because then you're gonna get fucked. Well, right? You got to push through. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a time and place, obviously, to fix it. And then I think a big part of that too is the group is like split half and half to me of people that like had played sports and know what being beat up is. And then people that they're like almost mini hypochondriacs. It happens in the gym all the time. All yep. the time. But yep. people are asking me like, hey, Mike, what do you do with the slip disc? I said, well, everyone has a slip disc. How do you know you have one? He's like, I don't. I have back pain. I'm like, okay, well, like, do you have back pain or do you have back discomfort or does something not feel normal because you just tried to lift 400 pounds off the ground for the first time? Yeah. Right? Like, yes, you're going to have discomfort. They're finally challenging themselves at something and they think that everything is wrong when they're uncomfortable. And I was telling, I mean, I have some back pain right now or whatever. Uh oh, here we go. I know, right? (laughs) Well, I was just talking about it like, oh, it's been bothering me for more than two weeks. I just want to get it checked to see what the issue is. Even what you just said there is wise, though. Is it the pain? And then what is that pain scale on one to 10? And has it lasted two to three weeks? How consistent is it? And now do what we address symptoms? it? Yeah, yeah, if it's above like a five to 10 on the pain scale and it's been over two or three weeks. And it's not getting better. Let's try to look at it. And yeah. it's beyond muscle soreness. Yes. Yeah. And it's if not- it's below a five mm-hmm. or even longer, if any of those factors don't match, lifting. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> right? still, I'm still lifting. No, like, that's too, that too. Every time I get hurt or there's some pain or discomfort that I'm dealing with, and my coach has kind of taught me this too, it's like, we are going to continue to train as specific as we can without exacerbating it. But there can be some uncomfortability and we've got to work yeah. through some sort of it. We're not looking for zero at all. Yeah, it never um, happened. We will work through these movements and kind of like part of it is training your brain to like uh, go through these ranges of motion and be like, oh, we are safe in this range. It, there is some uncomfortability and that's OK. Uh, you don't want it to exceed maybe a pain score of a four. You know, like you don't want to push it too hard, but you you do want to continue moving. Yep, I mentioned the uncomfortability in my back, and then one of the kids were like, 
oh, you might have a herniated disc. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Yeah, what yeah. the hell do you know? Like, like, what the fuck do you know? And like, you, he immediately some just thought X-rays that. don't even pick it up. Right, and but he, that's he immediately went to that like yeah. extreme. Yeah. And even so. that's not that extreme, right? I think that I think in America, year olds, fifty percent of people will have. Uh, a disc out of place. Pretty much anybody who goes in and gets a like a comprehensive scan, like a big yeah, MRI show. or whatever, you're going to see all kind of shit. Yeah, that's going to show. Didn't want to see, never felt, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if you know about it, then suddenly it's in your head and... I'm trying to work through it. No, that's good advice. That's good advice. I think that's the biggest thing is... Um, the other thing too with these two groups that I have in my head, and obviously it's generalization, but like there's a huge difference between having pain, feeling discomfort, and having an injury. Mm-hmm. An injury is going to prevent you from doing something, and in a real injury, even your back, I wouldn't say is an injury. It means you probably do have to take time off. Yes. Do, do you have Do you have a fracture? Do you have a, a, a something strained? And everyone's saying, "Oh, I have a strained this and that." Strained things are have to be diagnosed. You don't right. just walk around and say you got diabetes. You got to be diagnosed with diabetes. Yes. I had, um, I scheduled an appointment to just meet with the doctor to see what. Mm-hmm. Mostly emotionally and mentally, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> um, she was asking me questions about the pain. And she was like, um, how long? How, what does it feel like? Is, uh, is there an injury? And I said, I don't know. I don't know what this is. This might be an injury. But I didn't say yes. Right. I could have been like, yeah, I'm definitely injured right now. Yeah, but check I don't me, know doc. That. Yeah, I don't know that for sure. So, I don't. I don't think this is a pain because I've been able to. Um, it doesn't affect me on a daily basis. I still, I still walk, sit, like sleep fine. Yep. So there's just. I don't know. Don't over exaggerate things. And, and the discomfort is honestly less than if you're on the couch all day for a year. Mm-hmm. Your back's gonna hurt more doing that. That's like, true. Yeah, things just are gonna shoving steel into your traps, lifting weight you've never lifted before. But once people like feel these um, types of pains, they don't want to move. Yeah, like they want moving's f- number one thing you probably should do. They want to freeze. Yeah, it's kind of a disincentive when you when you have pain. It's like mm-hmm. that's why you use use pain for you know training. Con- I don't know psychological psyops kind of stuff where you you don't want somebody to think about something or you want them to do a particular uh, thing. You're using sure, you know, pain waterboarding. Yeah, oh. or waterboarding. Yes, <laughs> I wasn't really going to go to waterboarding. On a Friday morning, but that's fine. Yeah. Which- you talking about getting information out of people? Yeah. Yeah. I'd waterboard them. Okay. Well, you can just ask me. Okay. Took, took a dark I'll turn. I'll tell you. Well, speaking uh, of dark turns, I'll throw out one more thing, though. Like, how often are top competitors um, 100% mentally going into a meet? I would say competitors more likely. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because if you're at the actual top, um, I think... There's some that are just physically gifted and just rise up there, but most people have grind pretty good. Like even Russ, you know, who everyone looks at as like the golden boy. Like Russ is genetically very gifted, but he's done this longer than most people at the top two years, and yeah. he's been training his whole life. So he's been through the ups and downs, and even Abby's starting to get there. She's still on the edge of new, right? Like four or five years, and I'm she's pushing to the top. Yeah, it, where. Even last week, I, I I heard you talk about like being frustrated with how the weights are moving and stuff. But she's used to that by now, so mm-hmm. she knows that Friday is going to be better. Monday might be good, and it's going to go that way. So um, I think it 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 gets worse when you're at the top because there are more eyes on you. I'm no longer the underdog because now like I kind of stepped out into maybe some light. Um, after last year's nationals, like more people know about me, but I don't like that because it puts pressure on me. Yeah, expectation. 
when things aren't going well, it's like for me, I used to be like, oh, it's okay, whatever, it doesn't really matter. No one's expecting anything of me. But now people are. And so it almost, um, even though I don't want to think of it this way, like it makes me feel worse about it. Um, like I'm going to fail uh, what people are expecting. Disappoint people when things aren't going well. And it's not just about me anymore. It's about me doing this for others in the community and people who do believe in me. So it, it expands into that. You know what kind they say, world. Abby? What do they say? Pressure's a privilege. Yeah. Um, so it, it it almost hurts more when it's, things aren't good. <laughs> yeah, but, it really does. It but that doesn't hard. mean like your mentals are worse. That just means that there's more on the line. It feels like my mentals are worse. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think, you know, the more that comes with that, it, it'll divide. The with people- great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Shut up, Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Like when they, yeah, but because if you be gone those well, those people that still, come to that still time mike <laughs> those people that come to that road they'll quit they'll fall off or they'll perform worse yeah. you've mm-hmm. already proven that you're here and you've performed better like you said i'm still i'm still early on you are so you are you there's are there's still time for me to but people on. break on the way up i think yeah. you know if it's act if you're actually elite well, yeah yeah maybe so yeah i've never i've never dealt with an elite athlete in any sport they not that doesn't mean that they're fucking rock solid confident. No, and it doesn't mean that they doesn't don't constantly question themselves. 100%. It's the issue of can you perform after you've questioned yourself. It's the resilience. On the day. On, On the, the day, day they do it. Yeah. Because if 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 didn't do it, yeah. we're not talking about them. Right, that's the, true. Yeah. The, the, so they're, they're not top anymore. Yeah. Not that they don't have elite uh, or, or negative days, negative mindset, negative yeah. talk. That's all one hundred percent there. But it's maybe even actually more there. It's, it's about it's, resilience. And it's how they react yeah. to it. They react to it by working harder, where other people react to it by... It's really cliche, but I've learned now firsthand, not just like because people say um, when you quit, that's when you lose. But that's really like how it feels. It's because you've been hanging out with the champion, huh? No. It's because I've wanted to quit so many times. Like I, And then I want to cry. I mean, I do cry. I cry about it and I whine and complain and everything... But then, but then you show up tomorrow. And then I show up and, I, and it's, I literally tell myself, I don't have an option. Like, you're going to do it anyway. You're either elite or you're insane. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter how I feel about it right now. I could I could hate doing this, but I know I'm going to I'm going to put in the work regardless on the days that I need to. Um, so, yeah, it was, you really do lose when you is that it's a it's a long game because people will quit along the way. For sure. You just have to out outlast, outlast them be last man standing yeah and even not the elite you know going back to the question wrap it up you're gonna feel a little beat up going into a meet something's not gonna feel 100 percent. your wrist your back your hammy your adductor something how you yeah yeah something's gonna be up it is and then again going to that extreme if if you're five six seven eight out of pain uh ten out of pain for two or three weeks yeah maybe that's when we don't compete or go to a pt or something and i think too that um this is purely anecdotal but uh, the number of people that I have seen, and I felt this myself, where you had a great training cycle and you go into the last meet and yeah. you just don't even know why. Mm. But it's it's it seems relatively common. It's like you didn't face adversity during the during the training cycle. Overly confident going into the meet. Overly confident going into the meet. Not even necessarily with attempt selection, just like overly confident on the whole day's performance. Yeah focused or locked in i mean that's also another thing that keeps you elite elite and not right if you're up 10-1 in a baseball game you start slacking off throwing 70 miles per hour you're about to get rocked quick for sure but the elite guys are still throwing daggers yeah Yeah. training psychology yeah it's a very interesting topic yeah it's very new too 
Um, where can people find you? On Instagram at Avi.Lu. 2010 Third Street, Sacramento, California, 95818 if you want training or to send Avi P.O. boxes and maybe some Friday episodes will open packages from send y'all. Send the team P.O. box stuff. Yeah. Send your favorite team member. And we'll A open love letter. It. I don't know about all that. Candy. Um, Chips. Ladies and gentlemen, new episodes Wednesday and Friday. Appreciate you. GoodCompanyDiscord.com. I'm Sal Mike, where you want to find me, through sb.co for your apparel needs. I am at the DJ McDean, all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia. Obscure Celebrity Network. We'll talk to you next time.